heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. We are right now actually now living the history of the great American takedown. Or at least that's what most people believe. Are we actually going to be taken down? Well, nothing is certain until the fat lady sings. And I assure you, if the fat lady does sing, the audience will be shedding many, many tears. And I'd rather not believe that. Some say that the American... It doesn't matter what we say or do. We are doomed. It is over. We have run the race and failed. The experiment did not work for our freedom. I say that's all a bunch of baloney, a bunch of crap. The Great American Takedown, or the attempted takedown, is being transformed, being implemented by the White House Wolves. And the takedown is being spearheaded by the leader of the pack. And that is a great mystery to me that this leader has never been formally identified yet. Imagine that. Somebody is spurring on the complete demise of the American empire, and we don't know who it is. Now, that's just funny, isn't it? But, but... The big bad wolf isn't doing so well right now because the village is waking up and deciding that they don't want to be eaten for lunch. And I really like that. That is a a great ray of hope and um, a lot of encouragement for me. And I want you to be encouraged today because I assure you there still continues to be a fear factor going on in America But I would suggest to you today, and not everyone will believe this, but I believe that the big bad wolf is running scared. There's a lot of evidence pointing to it, and there's a lot of reason for that happening. And I'm very encouraged by that. Now, I'm using the big bad wolf analogy because if you know the story of Little Red Riding Hood, uh, it really is a story of our time. It is a story about a little girl named Riding Hood, Little Red Riding Hood, who lives with her mother in a village by the forest. And of course, one day she wants to go and visit her grandmother who lives in the forest. She packs up a lunch, a picnic for grandma, and off she goes. And along the way, she meets the big bad wolf. And you know how the story goes. In the end, what happens is that the wolf who is about to attack the poor little girl is confronted by a woodsman. Now, this is a real good story to tell you little children, to show them that in the world that we live in, under a sinful world, life under the sun, means that there will always be a big bad wolf present trying to eat us, trying to devour us, destroy us, and we will always 
have to battle such a thing so long as we live on this earth until the Lord's return. So I accept that, but I very much am not going to accept the victory of the big bad wolf. I would rather abolish the wolf. I would rather decapitate the wolf, do whatever we must to eliminate it, because otherwise we will be the victims. I think in general, when you look at the big scheme of things, the general population is no longer really running scared like like the population was during the COVID pandemic when nobody really knew what was going on. Now, a lot of people do know what's going on. There are still some people running scared because they took the shot against our advice and they see their um, their peers, their family members, friends, uh, great sportsmen, uh, you know, the, the star athletes dropping like flies. And that is still happening. And so, yes, there is still some, uh, some fear out there. And it is justified. We're doing everything we can to minimize the damage. And we certainly encourage you not to take the shots again. But we have to acknowledge what is happening right now. The general population as a whole is not scared any longer. They are not running scared. They are now running angry. They are angry at what is happening to their country. And as I think about what is happening to our country, I am angry too. And I hope that you are as well. I don't like what they are doing to our children. I don't like what they are attempting to do to our health. I despise them for destroying our economy in every single way. And what I detest most, and I will fight it to my dying breath, the fight for liberty. They are coming after your freedom and mine. And I think that America is starting to wake up to that fact. And so who is running scared now? the big bad wolf. And that is exactly how it ought to be. If the government fears you, things are in good order. If we fear the government, we are being severely oppressed. So uh, what's happening right now? Well, right now, and it's, it's not readily obvious to everyone, but the Communist Democrat Party is showing signs of panic. They are beginning to fear. They are showing acts of desperation because they know, and I assure you, they do know that if we play our cards right, they are finished. Now, if they have any inkling of insight into the spiritual realm, which most of them do not, they would see that they only have a limited time on earth to do their damage. And uh, uh, that's what the Bible tells us. There is a good end to the story. And I look forward to the return of Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, as the Savior of the world, and as one who will judge the world righteously, according to how we have responded or not responded to the gospel of Jesus Christ, plain and simple. But I'm telling you that there is a corollary right now that's going on, and I'm excited about it because of what I am seeing. The Communist Democrat Party knows that they have a limited window of opportunity 
to overtake this country, to literally overthrow us and, and make us, uh, force us to be incorporated into the globalist agenda. They want a one world order. They want to control not just our voices through censorship, but they want to control every single thing that we say and do. They want to shut us down in every way. And that is exactly why they shut us down at the beginning of this man-made pandemic. So hopefully some of you recognize that. And I think more and more people are becoming aware of this. But uh, who is the woodsman uh, if we want to use that analogy? Well, I would say it has to be Donald Trump because the woodsman does save the day by thumping the wolf. And that's exactly what we need to do. We need to thump the wolf. Of course, you have to identify the wolf in order to thump it. But Donald Trump really has been much like the woodsman. And he says he's heading to D.C. right now for the House Speaker vote. But, you know, what does that mean? Well, Donald Trump already has endorsed Jim Jordan for speaker, and um, they have spoken, and apparently they have spoken amongst the Republicans, some of the leaders. There are others who might be running for the position. We know that, like uh, Steve Scalise. We know that uh, the uh, the Democrat Party wants their man, Hakeem, uh, in there, and, you know, is he going to have success? Well, we just don't know. But is Jordan better than Scalise? Well, I would think so. And I think everybody else probably would agree that Jim Jordan would be the stronger candidate to be the Speaker of the House. But only if he acts on all of that damning information that he actually has exposed. Now, I've got to give Jim Jordan a lot of credit. He has been ravenously opposed to Barack Obama, to Paul Ryan, and to other staunch rhinos. So I'm really impressed with him, with how strongly he has come out against them, just telling us the truth of what is really going on. Jim Jordan also is a founding member of the House Freedom Caucus, and they have done a lot of good things. Jim Jordan has been a bulldog against the corruption in the White House, and that is exactly what we need right now. We need somebody to stand up and say enough is enough. And Matt Gates just did that with his seven other people who stood with him uh, voted with the Democrats unanimously, uh, of course, among the Democrats that they voted out our Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, who absolutely dropped the ball. Kevin McCarthy was a rhino. He was a compromiser of the highest order. He intended to do nothing other than keep kicking the ball down the field, but not towards the goal line. He's kicking it all over the field toward the goal uh, away from the goal. He is getting us nowhere fast. And in the meantime, the leftist communist party continues to destroy our nation. They are weakening our military. They have removed all border uh, uh, blocking of the criminals that are coming across our border with drugs, with sex trafficking, with all of the parasites and pathogen, the diseases 
that have been introduced into our country just because these people are unvetted. And of course, every single criminal coming into our country is being fully funded by our government. And thankfully, because of a few governors from the southern states, the northerners are starting to get a taste uh, of this uh, invasion in New York City and elsewhere. And I'm pleased to see it because they finally are reaping a little bit of what they sow. So I think that this is really a, a good thing going on. But, you know, uh, who will be elected to the Speaker of the House? Well, hopefully we'll find out before too long, although we, you know, we have to wonder, is there going to be uh, another repeat of votes uh, because of stalemates, because they didn't have enough votes? Uh, I don't know. It's really hard to say how this could go, uh, how far this could go before we actually do have a legitimate Speaker of the House again. But um, I'm looking forward to that um, outcome. Some do say that Jim Jordan is controlled opposition. I do not believe that. I think that he has spoken a lot. He has perhaps not followed through. And by that, I mean punished, prosecuted, and, and penalized these people who have committed some horrible crimes. But at least he has exposed them and he is fighting against them. So if he is elected speaker, then we'll know beyond any doubt whether or not he is controlled opposition, if he's just all fluff, or if he's actually going to get something done, because he will have the power to take direct action in stopping the deep state. And of course, we all know the priorities. What is necessary to save our country? Well, it is not hard to figure out. We do need to protect the border, secure it, close it, cut off all the illegals coming in. We need a massive roundup of all these criminals that have entered, and we need to boot them out. They are illegals. Many of them are criminals. And we've seen the crimes being committed, uh, our own citizens being murdered uh, on a very regular basis. We have military men from... Our enemy countries like uh, communist China, um, like Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, they're all here and they have been seated across our country and they are just sitting and waiting and some of them are doing their damage already. We know that the Chinese uh, have purchased land next to our bases. They are spying on us, but I assure you do, they are doing a lot more than that. They are planning on a takeover just waiting for the opportune moment. And the Speaker of the House can do an awful lot to stop this. This is a very powerful position. Just look at the damage that Nancy Pelosi did when she was Speaker of the House. So um, I would suggest that the story is far from over. Um, we know that the left is running in, in fear. They are actually afraid. And we even see it if you happen to catch the view, uh, which I do not watch, I will admit. I, I saw clips of it and I saw where the co-host Sonny Hostin was calling Jim Jordan a terrorist. She said, oh, I was just terrified uh, of him when he was questioning me. And I, I was thrilled to see that she admitted she was very afraid of Jim Jordan. That makes me want to say, okay, this might be the man for the job. Because 
uh, if she's really afraid, what is she really afraid of? Well, she's afraid of the truth. And that's a very good thing. So let them run in fear. And uh, I think Jordan has a very good chance of being elected. He does have President Trump's official endorsement. So let's see what happens. Do you think uh, Donald Trump uh, is going to be Speaker of the House temporarily? Well, I don't know. Is he just trolling us, uh, trolling people? Well, maybe, maybe not. Would Republicans elect him to the position? Mm, I'm not sure about that. I don't think so. It's not likely just because there are too many rhinos still there. And the rhinos are there and they will defend their position because they have been worshiping the other God called money. And I think that they will, uh, many of them will be hard pressed to give that up for the sake of principle, moral principle. Will Trump be on the ballot for the 2024 election? I know a lot of you are, are fearful of this. You know, is he going to make it or not because of all the indictments, all the accusations, the felony charges, the civil lawsuits against him, which we see going down right now. They are just full of corruption. This is all smoke uh, and fumes. Fortunately, you are not in a cockpit situation where you got to get out. This is going to blow over and they will not be able to stop Donald Trump from running for president as a legitimate candidate. So yes, Trump will be on the ballot for 2024. Definitely. And does that scare them? Yes, because they know they cannot stop him. They can do their darndest. They will try their hardest. They want to put him in prison. They would love to snuff Donald Trump. They would love to assassinate him or to have him suicide himself uh, in prison, just have him disappear. And knowing that they really cannot do that scares them very, very much. And I'm so excited about that. This is exactly what we need to have happen. And um, so the saga goes on. But the truth is, the entire Uniparty, anyone who is in favor of felling the great American oak, the American empire, um, they are running scared right now because things are not looking really that good. And they have actually come out and said it directly, um, but it's not always recognizable in the form that they say it. But there is a whole lot of evidence out there that shows that the rhinos, that the the heathen Democrats, you know, they're, they are not in a good position right now. And we need to recognize the reasons why that is so. We are obviously doing something very right. And I'm excited about that. Take, for example, Mitt Romney. In my opinion, Mitt Romney was the chief rhino. He says he's quitting. Oh, I am so glad to hear that. It's just getting too hot in the kitchen for that guy. And he knows also, uh, and, and the entire leftist party knows that Donald Trump will be a candidate running for president, and they are scared that there will be a repeat of the 2016 election. And of course, we are hoping for that, and we must make sure that happens. And the only way that's going to happen is if we outsmart them 
in st uh, from stealing this election. And that is exactly what they will do. They will do everything in their power to steal this election, knowing full well that that is the only chance that they have. Americans want their freedom. They want to be represented by someone who actually has a heart for the people. Could you assign that label to Joe Biden, Barack Obama? Of course not. No, you couldn't. Donald Trump, absolutely you could, regardless of what you think of the guy. He's, he can be loud, he can be obnoxious, but he speaks the truth. And when you get to meet him personally, he's not such a bad guy. In fact, he has shown just the opposite traits. This is a guy that actually does care about the small guy, the blue collar workers, maybe because he is such a good businessman that he recognizes their value. But it goes beyond that. Donald Trump recognizes the value of every human individual, and that is why he is so much in favor of the Constitution. And any of you, if you doubt or question Donald Trump's sincerity, I would just challenge you in this one way. I would ask this one question. Why does Donald Trump speak so much in favor of the Second Amendment? It's because he knows that if we give up our Second Amendment rights, if we were ever to forfeit our guns, then we would completely be subjected to the evils of government. And so he says, don't do it. I will never uh, demand that of you. We must save our Second Amendment. And of course, we must save our First Amendment as well. We need to defend and protect the Constitution. And remember that every single person in government office swore an oath to protect our constitution, to defend it. Many lied. And among those liars are the great compromiser, Kevin McCarthy. Now, I am very thankful that McCarthy says he's done with House leadership. I don't know if this was just a, a gut reaction because his he was so uh, so heart sunk uh, from being voted out. I mean, he made history. This guy uh, lost uh, by vote the Speaker of the House position, and that's never been done before in America, uh, in American history. So, I mean, in many ways, this guy has been framed as a loser. And that's a good thing for us. I firmly believe, remember, this did not throw us into chaos it just threw a chink into the chaos that we have been subjected to for the past um, several years at least. And whether or not the rhinos helped McCarthy to decide not to run or not, it, it doesn't matter to me. The important thing is that it was a very good move for America that McCarthy decided not to run. Why do I say that? Well, because I th really believe the Democrats were hoping that McCarthy would come, you know, crawling, begging on his knees and asking them, please, please give me a second chance. I, I think he was going to come back and plea bargain with them so that they might vote him in again. And when he says, I'm out of here, um, uh, you know, that that ended that possibility. So 
Um, what do they have to hope for now? Well, they might think they will get their minority speaker in the House, Hakeem Jeffries, but I don't think that's going to happen. I just don't think that's going to happen. It would take about 10 votes on the Republican side. And given that eight of those Republicans voted uh, with the Democrats, I, I think that you're just not going to see uh, a majority vote uh, that is going to enable Hakeem Jeffries to be uh, Speaker of the House. And that's, of course, a very good thing because this guy is a leftist maniac. The guy is evil and he would just, you know, ensure the destruction of America. Um, so, you know, things are really looking good. Uh, but Kevin McCarthy was a huge compromiser. He was good at, at being a politician. And that is what politicians do. They compromise. They have to do it for survival. And of course, people go into politics nowadays wanting to make a career of it. They want to be career politicians so that they can profit all their lives, get a great retirement, uh, get very wealthy from selling their souls along the way, any way that they can. And when they do that, you know, they live happily ever after on their fat salary that they get for the rest of their lives. And that is really pathetic. That is not at all what our founders wanted. That is not good for America. It's one of the changes that we need to bring about. And the Speaker of the House could certainly introduce such legislation. But Kevin McCarthy, his arrogance was incredible. Remember what he said to Matt Gates when Matt Gates threatened. He says, look, if you're not going to follow by what you follow through with what you said you were going to do, then we are going to take you out. And what did McCarthy say? He said, bring it on. In other words, go ahead, Gates. I dare you. Do you really think you can expel me? Come on, give it me. Give me a break. I know what I'm doing here. And you're not as powerful as you think. There's no way you're going to get me out here. Do your worst because it's not going to be good enough. And that arrogance tells us that that this is the reason why he lied to us and failed to do what he agreed to do as speaker because he thought that he could get away with it it's as simple as that he didn't think that he would be held accountable because being held accountable you know let's face it it's un-american that's not what we do to the people that we uh, put into office that's not what we do uh, to our children anymore so many parents don't even hold their kids accountable employers uh, cannot hold their employees accountable because they might sue them or who knows what you know it's just un-american to be held accountable for anything you do. Well, that needs to change in no uncertain way. Um, but that's exactly why McCarthy lied to us. And that's exactly why he did not do what he said he would do. He had no intentions of ever doing it. And that really frustrates me that I'm glad this guy is gone. There is no chaos in the house whatsoever since he's been gone, by the way. And what about Matt Gates? You know, he is going to take a real head pounding. He already is. But I would say that Matt Gates, regardless of what you think of him, and you got to go beyond personalities here, just look at what he has done, listen to his words, 
and, and his actions. Now, I think this guy is truly an American hero. He doesn't have to be likable. He's just like Donald Trump. Now, everybody loves Donald Trump or those who love him, love him a lot. Let me say that. Okay. But Matt Gates, um, whatever you might think of him, he stood his ground despite knowing that he was going to take a beating. Now, I admire that kind of a person. Uh, maybe it's because that's kind of what happened to me when I spoke up early on about what our government was doing, uh, trying to shut us down with the COVID response. OK, I said, look, there is a treatment for COVID. It's very effective. All my patients got better in a week and don't let your government do this to you. And by the way, take off the mask. It is worthless. And for that, they took me down hard and fast and made an example of me because they don't want people rocking the boat and telling people the truth. They have an agenda. And Matt Gates is opposing the evil agenda. And I admire people like that. So I'm very grateful that he did stand up, hold his ground based on a moral principle of doing what is right. Isn't it simple, really? It's really simple. And we need to just recognize that if we all take that kind of a stand, we are going to win this war. And I'm more than ready to do that. And I hope you are too. And what's Matt Gates doing right now? Well, he is still speaking more truth very plainly. Now, he just recently said Biden impeachment, the whole inquiry into impeaching Biden is completely bogus. He says, you know, it's you don't you're not trying to really impeach Biden. You're going to raise the questions. You're going to confuse the issues. You're going to make it, you know, like, well, is he guilty or did he just bend the law, this or that? And, you know, by that time, by by the time they would get to actually doing um, in any type of an impeachment proceeding, Biden is either going to be out of the White House or dead. And um, that could happen any day. I mean, Biden is not doing well at all. But Matt Gates is right. Biden is, by anyone's definition and by every definition, Biden is an American traitor. He is a money launderer. He is an incestuous pedophile. He was showering with his 12-year-old daughter. Biden is a corrupt individual. He is a jack of all evil trades. He's good at nothing. He's not a professional anything. He's never accomplished a, a good thing in his life. And he is now a severely demented puppet, but he is an eager puppet. And that means we need to get him out of office. And I think that Jim Jordan might just be the one to push that through. This would go down in history as justice being served. And McCarthy would see to it that, um, that Biden would never be impeached. So McCarthy is gone, bring in the new, and we will have less chaos, not more, as they are suggesting. Well, it is a time that we have to really reflect on everything that is going on in our country. You are listening to The Voice of a Nation. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip. I am here today as your host on The Voice of a Nation team. I want to remind you all to please go to americaoutloud.news, get all of the articles and podcasts, 
and uh, get the good information because we do not censor anything uh, from anyone on our team. Our goal is to simply speak the truth, speak it plainly, hopefully glorify God in all that we say and do because we want to put God and country first above everything else. We want to share the real news. And of course, we want to recruit good American patriots who will join this fight to preserve our nation. And I would remind you also, please do visit americaoutloud.shop. You can go there for the latest in health and product innovations and use the Outloud code to get special discounts for our America Outloud family, whom we cherish very much and who is growing very rapidly. So I'm so grateful for you joining me today, and I'll be back after a brief pause. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, 
you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. And welcome back to the Voice of a Nation, Malcolm at 8. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip hosting for the Voice of a Nation team. Today, I am talking about what I consider to be a very pertinent, positive, a fear factor that I believe the left owns right now. The big bad wolf is running scared, and it makes me very, very happy. I believe that the entire unit party is running scared simply because we are finally taking a stand and seeing some victories simply because of what we are standing for. It makes me very excited to know that we are doing something right for a change and it's about time for sure. We have gotten rid of the great compromiser, Kevin McCarthy. We have some good options uh, for a new speaker of the house. Uh, We hope that it's going to be somebody who will not compromise, who will take a stand and do the right thing, who will ensure that we send no more of our money to a bogus war in Ukraine. The the Ukrainian government is flourishing from our hard labor, from our blood, sweat, and tears while we are stooping into poverty. Meanwhile, they have done nothing to shut down our border to protect our country. That is the sole purpose of a government, and they are failing miserably because they do not want an American government. They want a one-world government. And we must choose to have nothing to do with this sort of behavior. But let's face it, the rhinos, the Dems, all of them will continue to do their evil until they are stopped. McCarthy and all his rhinos were completely silent as Donald Trump continues to be heavily persecuted illegally attacked because the Uniparty says there are no laws anymore. It's unrestricted lawfare. Remember, anything goes. And they'll do anything that they possibly can to tear us down. And if you take a stand for your country, for what is right, you can expect a fight. So don't be afraid of that. Please muster up some courage and let's move forward. 
Because when they say there are no laws, and when they say that in unrestricted warfare, we can do whatever we want, they are saying, do what thou wilt, which is the Satanist slogan. Do whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. There are no rules. And that is exactly why Hillary Clinton, for example, is still walking free. And Obama has never been charged for his crimes, never been punished, never been investigated as he should, despite the evil that he did through his two terms of office and now through his third term of office. And the same goes for Christopher Ray and for Mayorkas and the whole bunch of other criminal politicians and their hired hands. But there were eight America first legislators who finally decided to put principle over popularity, moral principle, taking the high road. And they said enough of the chaos that we have been facing for these past several years. Enough of the destruction of America. No more omnibus bills where they pass everything through in bulk. Nobody reads it. And all of a sudden we are assaulted in whole new ways that we never even imagined would have been possible. The eight who stood for America said no more continuing resolutions that feed our nation to the wolves. Now, the question is, will other America first advocates actually be empowered now? Or do you think the compromise is just going to continue? Well, we've seen some of it, and it, it really caught me off guard. For example, when I heard Mark Levin bad-mouthing Matt Gates and those who voted against McCarthy. It's like, wait a minute, what? how could this be? And then Newt Gingrich called uh, Matt Gates a traitor. How could he say such a thing? And then, to make things worse, I, I heard Judge Jeanine Perot say the same thing, like this was a wrong move. It's like, wait a minute, I beg to differ with you. I don't care who you are. We vote for America first. This is what every nation in the world should do. You vote for your country. You put your country first. You look out for your people. You take care of them. That is the purpose of government stated plainly in the Bible, according to God. Protect the innocent, punish the wicked, keep the bad guys out of your country, build your borders, protect your land, and keep it pure. And of course, God says, follow me. And if you do, you will prosper, period. And that is a fact of history. It is a fact of life. So will other America first advocates now decide to join the eight and say, okay, okay, we've got a new opportunity here. Let's go for it. Let's see what we can do and let's see what kind of changes we can bring about to unify the House and make it run according to, get this, according to the Constitution. Now, that would be the beautiful thing about having Donald Trump in there uh, for a few months. Just a few months, uh, oh my goodness, he could literally clean house, right? Um, but I still don't think that's going to happen. But it wouldn't be a bad thing. It would not be a bad thing. 
But as far as the likes of Mark Levin, Newt Gingrich, uh, Judge Jeanine Perot, you know, I'm just sorry to see that kind of of commentary on someone who stood for a moral principle. It is it is very frustrating to me. I believe they are mistaken, and I believe that history will reveal that fact. Right now, we have a business to do, and what we need to do is have the rhinos and all the weak mags even. There's a few weak people out there who say, yeah, you know, I'm I'm all for making America first, but but don't count me in if it's going to cost me anything. Well, we got to recruit these people in politics and among the population of the United States, and we have to ask them to forsake the uniparty manifesto. And what is that manifesto? Well, just very briefly, you could say it is compromised to the hilt and let America fall. That is their manifesto. That is what they want. And so we, the people, have to speak up and we have to speak out and make our voices heard in no uncertain terms. Because the other side always speaks up, don't they? Um, did you catch uh, what Hillary Clinton said in a recent interview? The little rodent comes out of her nest. Uh, she gets it, She exposes her head to the light and starts chirping. She says a few words, and it is very telling what she said. And I'd like to share this with you because I think it very clearly, it clearly shows you how the Uniparty is running scared and how these people who want to destroy America are having their doubts about it happening. They're getting desperate. But some people will say, oh, no, no, they're, they're, this is just a quest to consolidate their power. Well, I don't think so. I don't see it as such. Now, they might like to consolidate their power and shut us down and imprison all of us who oppose them, um, because they have done that to many of our greatest protesters. But um, can you say that they are actually in the act of consolidating their power? No, not hardly. We are a far cry from that, actually. Are they acting in desperation? Oh, yeah, that's a different thing altogether. Well, here's what the postmenopausal weasel had to say. In this interview with the CNN host, um, Hillary Clinton says that the MAGA extremists take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. Can you believe that Hillary Clinton would say this? Remember Benghazi? Remember the uh, Russia collusion hoax? Remember all the spying Remember everything that Hillary Clinton has done? Remember all those people that somehow died by supposed suicide? The ones who were intimately involved in the lives of the Clintons, who both of whom went to Epstein's Island? Um, you know what? Hillary is a rodent who belongs in a dark little hole. She is desperate, but she calls us MAGA extremists. Well, what's a MAGA extremist? Because I would say, yeah, I'm a MAGA extremist. Make America great again. I'm all for it. I'm all in 100%. So I guess I would fit Hillary's definition beyond any doubt. But 
What does she mean by MAGA extremists? Do I take all my marching orders for, from Donald Trump? No, I don't think I do. What I like about Donald Trump is that he speaks for the people. I like Donald Trump because Donald Trump has some integrity. He has exposed the Hillary Clintons and all the other deep state uh, swine who are wallowing in the mud and trying to take us down with them. Hillary Clinton then says at some point, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. So what she is saying here is that she wants the federal government to round up all of us who love our God and our country and want to make it good, want to make it great, want to make it prosper and peaceful. Well, round those horrible people up and let's somehow reprogram their brains. That's called brainwashing. That's called propaganda, right? All the way through and through, they would love to put us in prison camps and convince us that we need to be re-indoctrinated so that we worship the God of the dictators of our government our world government. But, you know, that's what they would like to do. That's what Hillary would like to do. Now, that's what I was talking about, uh, about, you know, are, are they seeking a quest to consolidate their power? Well, sure, they're seeking it. It doesn't mean they're ever going to find it. In fact, there's no way that they're ever going to find it. And the CNN host questions Hillary and she says, well, how do you do that? Because you said you have to defeat them by defeating their leader. Their leader is Donald Trump, she says. And even if you said that you expect him to be the Republican nominee, you, even you've said that, Hillary. So if you're going to take their leader down, I mean, how does this change at all? What, what's going on? Because things aren't looking so good. And, of course, Hillary always has an answer, and she tries to look suave. But inside that skin, she is shaking. She says, at this point, I think, sadly, he will be nominated. Well, okay. A little truth spoken there, Hillary. Thank you very much. I know you think it's sad, and I'm singing as I hear her say these words. He will be the nominee, and we have to defeat him. And the election deniers as well, right? As we did in 2020 and 2022. Well, how did they defeat us in 2020? They stole the election. No doubt about it. The evidence is overwhelming. You have to be an imbecile to say, oh, there's no evidence. There's no proof. Um, yeah, that's part of the system. That's part of their design because they are outsmarting us, or at least they were outsmarting us. Hillary goes on, says, we just have to be smarter with how we are trying to empower the right people inside the Republican Party. How do they empower the right people inside the Republican Party? This is Hillary Clinton speaking. Well, they do it by a number of ways, and this is probably what Jeffrey Epstein was up to uh, when he was getting as many people as he could involved in his child's sex ring, because then you have them, you can blackmail them. 
or you can pay them off. And the payoffs have been great. Look at every politician who, ex- who far, far exceeded their income for what they receive uh, for payment in the political office. The corruption is rampant. And so Hillary says, we just have to be smarter about how we're trying to empower the right people inside the Republican Party. Whoa. Yeah. She's running afraid because right now it's not working so well because a few good men and a woman spoke up and said, we are not going to take it anymore. So the CNN host comes back and says, well, how do you process that this person who defeated you back in 2016 is still out there? Given all that you said, how is this still happening? Well, what she just said there is, come on, guy, what what are you doing, Hillary? I mean, you're talking about taking down this leader. You have thrown the book at this guy. You have tried everything in your power to destroy Donald Trump. And look at him. He's more popular than he's ever been. And those who are converting to the America First movement are growing every single day. And the more that these sinister Democrats do, the more popular Donald Trump becomes. We are seeing other politicians, governors, um, mayors, they're, they're turning over a new leaf and saying, no more. I've had it with the Democrat Party. They are not doing anything good for us whatsoever. And so... How is this happening that Donald Trump is still out there and still kicking? And Hillary says she tries to pass it, you know, pass it by. Well, it's the classic tale of an authoritarian populist who really has a grip on the emotional, psychological needs and desires of a portion of the population. She doesn't say how large the portion is, but she says there's a portion of the population and the base of the Republican Party. And she says she sees him uh, in him someone who speaks for them. That's what we see in Donald Trump, because this guy, Donald Trump, speaks for us. That's why they're following him. And for whatever reason that is, you know, she says he he and his very negative, nasty form of politics resonates with them. And then catch this. Hillary said this, MAGA was a bid for nostalgia to return to a place where, you know, people could be in charge of their lives, feel empowered, say what they want, insult whoever came in their way. And that was very attractive to a significant portion of the Republican base. So it is like a cult, she says, and Somebody has to break the momentum. So there you have it. Hillary is accusing MAGA of being nostalgic, of wanting to return to a place where we could live our lives the way we wanted to, where we could say what we wanted without being imprisoned, where we could have some say in our livelihood. That's called freedom. And Hillary is saying, how dare they? How dare they want to live their lives in a way that they choose? Well, 
Okay. She says somebody has to break the momentum. And that is why I believe Joe Biden will defeat them. And hopefully then that will be the end and the fever will break. And then Republicans will get back to electing people who are at least responsible and accountable. She says responsible for what accountable to whom Hillary, are you nuts? These are the words of a despicable, soulless, broken, deep state rat living in the shadows, just praying to Satan that Trump does not get elected and praying that the American people don't have their way. Having an elected leader who represents them is dangerous. And so I say to you today, please beware of the sweet talkers, okay, because they can spew out words full of glitter, but empty and deceptive, just like Hillary. And we have to be very careful, even among the other uh, candidates now running for the Republican primary. We just saw how Vivek Ramaswamy in a monologue uh, has been plagiarizing Barack Obama in a really serious way. Um, that skinny guy with a funny last name uh, is not all he's made out to be. And he gives me chills based on what I heard. So we must be very, very careful. We don't want another Obama want to be. I don't even want to find out what that might be like. We have to be careful because there are many frauds out there, many imposters, and we have to face the facts that the case against Trump is a state of chaos. It is lawlessness, blatant lawfare taken to a new level like we've never seen before in all-out fraud and debauchery of everything that we esteem as being good and wholesome and righteous in America. Trump recently filed a motion to dismiss Jack Smith's case, in, uh, in the January 6th D.C. case, citing presidential immunity. That's a good thing because there was no conspiracy. There were no obstructions. This is all fraudulent fabrication by Nancy Pelosi. The Manhattan fraud trial goes on. We have a sold-out judge, Arthur Enteron, who alleges Trump inflated his net worth by billions of dollars. And of course, this is all nonsense. What do we say and do about that? Everything we can. Because if ever a time was there to stay the course and fight for principle, it is now, good people. We have to stop the compromise. We must not allow ourselves to compromise. And if, as everyone says, this is a spiritual battle, then we need to get spiritual and join the fight. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.